financial grown-up guide, how to slash your cable and phone bills, and maybe live with a little less. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Hey, grown-ups. I had mixed feelings about doing this episode because if we are being honest, I dropped the ball on some things that we do talk about on the podcast, and I should, and I do know better. Specifically, I had not checked in in about a year and a half with my cable and my wireless phone providers, and I was paying way too much. There are reasons for that, which we will get to, not excuses, but reasons. First, I just want to welcome everyone. And if you are new here, we do these Financial Grown-Up Guide episodes once a week with specific and practical advice and tips, and in this case, confessions and tips. And then we also have what we call our classic episodes. They feature financial grown-ups sharing many stories that made a difference in their life along with the lessons from those experiences. Today, we are going to do a deep dive into why, why were my cable and my phone bills, and they are separate by the way, but same company, just affiliated. Why were they so high? And what I did to stop the madness and how you can hopefully make changes that are right for you when it comes to your ongoing bills. I do want to remind everyone in my defense that I am in New York City. So some of the numbers are higher than yours. So lucky you. And as I discovered, there is a high amount of mandatory taxes added to your bill if you live in certain cities. That may or may not be true where you are, but you will also see that some taxes, well, I found at least one, can go away if you know what they are and you make some choices and you know to ask. First, why did it take me so long to take this deep dive into these bills? Well, there were lots of things. First of all, inertia, if we're being honest. I just am busy with life, didn't get to it, and I thought it hadn't been that long. But also, I had brought it up a number of times, and I've talked about my desire to cut the cord here on this show. I was getting a lot of family pushback, both on our family plans for for unlimited data, for the phone plans, the wireless phone plans, and also pushback when I said that we should take a look at all of the content that we're getting in terms of our cable bill. There was a very strong pushback. Nobody really wanted to give up anything, and I'm in a household of five. We're not counting the dog waffles, even though she probably would have something to say if she could speak. The kids were insisting they needed very high unlimited data plans, and my family felt very strongly they needed to have every single channel on the TV. I mean, every premium channel, every everything. And frankly, we don't go out that much because when you're in a family with kids school age, all the things just take a lot of time. So we're busy and we don't spend a lot of money on dinners out. So when I spoke about cutting the cord, Like I said, I got a lot of pushback because as expensive as it is, the amount that we would save is still not that much compared to just even going out to dinner and a movie once for a family of five, even once. So it's hard to justify, but at the same time, this was getting out of control. So what prompted it? Well, first of all, my 12-year-old getting a phone and my 22-year-old stepdaughter is now out of college. She has a great job. She's doing amazing, but... There is talk that she might soon be transitioning to paying her own bills. We wanted to look at exactly what was going on. What would it cost to separate her bill? Should she stay on the family plan and reimburse us for it? 
Or should we cover it for some time while she's adjusting to her sort of grown-up life and figure out some other kind of exit slash transition plan for her? But we wanted to at least know what numbers we were talking about and what we should do in terms of whether to take her off the family plan. She also has a business phone, so different things with that. So we decided to take a look at it. So with fear and trepidation, I looked at the bills for my family of five, and it was bad. The monthly wireless bill for my family was $347.77. The monthly cable bill, which also includes internet and a landline, was $309, also with 77 cents, hmm. for a total of more than $650. So we were paying, granted, family of five in New York City for cable, internet, landline, and wireless phones, $650 a month. And for the record, it is not an oversight that I'm not going to name the provider because I really feel that this applies to all of our bills and I don't want to point fingers because overall the customer service people were very helpful and I don't know that this is any different for this company versus other companies. So I don't want to single them out. So there were three main areas that I was able to cut and we're going to go into each one. The first place I was able to cut was what I call the micro cuts, little and sometimes maybe not so little, but still, you know, just little things that add up that you could be aware of and they're easy to cut. This is sort of the low hanging fruit that you have to just take the time every few years or actually less, more often, maybe every six months to just check that you're not paying these silly fees. The second place or getting the right discounts, I should say. The second place was making choices about what we really needed as a family. And the third place was device management, looking at whether we really need to be on the latest, greatest, and best, presumably best phones for which we were paying hefty monthly payments. So let's get into the micro cuts. Now, these are things that almost everyone can find really in almost any bill and execute simply by looking at their bill and working through it and asking a lot of questions with customer service. So first of all, the plans. Most wireless carriers have shifted their business model it used to be that the phones were free-ish as long as you committed and locked into an expensive plan, often for a couple of years. We were paying about 60 bucks a line for, quote, unlimited, even though they slow you down at a certain point. So it's not really unlimited, but they call it unlimited. These plans now have dropped to as little, for my carrier, as little as $35 a line because more people are paying for their phones separately in some way. They may own their phones outright or they may be paying for it on a payment plan, which is billed separately broken out from that line charge, or they may actually just rent the phones. As I mentioned, my stepdaughter now has a great job. So that job comes with a business phone. So her needs have changed. She still wants to have a phone for personal use. And I kind of agree. I think it's good to separate that. It may even be a question of compliance with her company. I don't want her to feel that her personal stuff should be done on her business phone. So what we did is we dropped that phone to the lowest cost plan at $35 a month because she simply doesn't need that much anymore. My stepson also now on the lowest possible unlimited phone plan. And I'm on the second to lowest plan, which is now $45 a month, also lower than the original 60 bucks a month because I do use a lot of data for business. I often have to run my computer off of the hotspot on my phone. And so it just makes sense. Here's where it gets good though. It comes with a subscription to Apple Music. So that is key because I had been paying $9.99 a month for Apple Music, I use it, I enjoy it. It's For me, it is worth the $9.99 a month, but I'm happy to have that wrapped into my phone bill so I'm not paying any net cost for it. So that brings my net line cost down to $35 that everyone else is paying. 
By the way, the other kids have zero interest in Apple Music, so whatever. That's what they wanted. That is an important side note, by the way. Many phone carriers have deals with Apple Music, Hulu, Spotify, and so on. Make sure you are taking advantage of them. I was paying about 10 bucks a month for something that I could get for free through my phone carrier. So painful discovering that. I don't even want to know how long I've been paying 10 bucks a month for Apple Music when I could have had it included in the plan. Let's keep going. There was a series of $5 and $10 reductions that I was able to get in the bill. For example, I asked if there was a loyalty discount for using both the company's wireless service and their cable slash internet service. Why, yes, the customer service person said, $10 for each for a total savings of 20 bucks a month. Was there a discount for auto pay? Because I was on auto pay, but I wasn't seeing the discount on my bill. Well, the helpful customer service person informed me that auto pay, the discount for it, does not work if you put it on your credit card, something no one had said to me before. They just said, go on auto pay and you'll get the discount. I had put it on the credit card to get the credit card points. In fact, if you want the $10 discount, again, twice, once on the phone bill and once on the cable bill, so $20 total, you have to deduct it from an account. So now it is switched to my checking account and I can get the discount. Customer service also volunteered, after I asked them, that there was a military discount of 20 bucks a month. I said that neither my husband or I were military, but here's a wonderful thing. Apparently we are eligible because both of our fathers were military. We just have to add them to the account. They don't have to have their own dedicated phone line. So 20 bucks right there. We were also paying five bucks a month to monitor my now adult stepchildren. That went away. You get the pattern here? Let's move on to the second thing that we did. And this is to make some choices. And this is where I was getting so much pushback. I've been trying to cut the cord with this family for so long and I have been losing. But given that the kids basically watch YouTube, this was getting silly. We not only had 100% of every single premium channel, we had infinite other channels that never get watched. And we have Hulu and we have Netflix and we have Amazon Prime. Seriously. And by the way, we are so busy, we barely even watch TV. I made a deal with my husband that I was gonna make the cuts that I thought were best for the family. And if he missed anything, let me know and we will possibly bring it back. Here's where it got challenging. I asked the cable representative about the skinny bundles. Can she send me a list of the channels on them? They made this very hard. She just had lists of some channels that were representative of what's on each bundle. And when she sent me the list via email, when I asked for the full list, it did not work. So this was really frustrating. And I just made a decision knowing that I could change it at any time. Keep in mind, this project at this point was moving past the four hour mark. I had been on the phone off and on with these people for quite some time. So I was losing patience. I also had to push back against some assumptions that the helpful customer service person was making. She told me, of course, I did not want to give up MTV. And of course, I wanted all the sports channels, including local sports. Well, actually, I was okay with dropping a lot of that. And I also was, to her surprise, okay losing every single premium channel. We were paying for every single one. I did end up keeping HBO for now. It was frustrating. We finally did settle on a skinny package that I think will work for my family. But I was still not able to get a specific list of the channels on it. It can always be changed. And by the way, bonus here, important bonus. By losing the local sports channels, we also got rid of a $9 a month tax. 
that we pay in New York City for the privilege of paying for local sports. Not making this up. I also asked about our internet speed, and guess what? We could get a better service for the same price as the older plan that we were on. We just asked for it. We did that. We asked, and we got the same price and better service. Here's another tricky thing. We had been getting our landline through our internet provider for $5 a month, but we never use it. And in fact, as is the case with many of you guys, we get a lot of spam calls on it. I have been wanting to get rid of it anyway, but again, the pushback was it's only $5 a month. Once we moved to the cheaper cable plans, the landline costs went up also with a ton of taxes. And it was now going to be close to $40 a month. I kid you not, $40 a month. And by the way, That only was discovered when I asked her. I said, hey, by the way, just confirming our landline, it's still about five bucks a month. That's how it came out. I had to ask. So we cut that. No more landline. Again, I'm sure they'll hook it up again if we really miss it. Also, when we switched to the skinny cable bundle, we were informed that our cable boxes were out of date. So they were going to kindly upgrade them. I asked, and yes, there is a fee for that. It was 50 bucks. I was not happy. One time no way out of it. Let's get to the third thing. And this is what really made me mad. As I mentioned earlier, the business model has been shifting away from having the phone plans subsidize the devices. We were paying $40 a month for each of the three phones that we had in the monthly payment plan for a total of $120 a month. We actually, at the end of the payments, do own these phones. So they weren't rentals, which also is a whole separate thing that's going on these days. We own them when we're done paying, but one phone has one month left and the other two phones devices have four months left. So when that is over, I plan and I hope to end this whole idea of the monthly payments. We'll be holding off buying new devices, holding on to the devices that we have, saving 120 bucks a month, on that bill. And if the older kids, they want the latest and greatest phones and choose to rent them or to buy them themselves, that's going to be on their bill, but no more monthly payments on devices on these bills. So there you have it. The bills, once we get these phone device payments off, will be about half of what they were. And my bet is that my family will not come back to me asking for those cable channels back. I bet they don't even miss them at all. For the record, all of this took quite a few phone calls. I was disconnected many times. They did call back. I was on hold for exhaustive times. I had to cut through a lot of double talk and the customer service reps not mentioning some things until I asked, like the fact that there was that one-time charge for the new cable boxes and the fact that the landline charge went up when we switched packages. And so yes, I nearly had a nervous breakdown. And I was also very frustrated with myself that I had let the bill get this large without being more proactive both with the service provider and with my family. And by the way, the next battle I'm sure will be the Apple, the new Apple TV service. It is coming in at just five bucks a month. So I am bracing for my family to insist that we add it to the mix because really they will say, what's another $5? And the truth is five bucks is not that much in the scope of our entertainment budget. But as you can see from all these micro cuts adding up and really some bigger cuts also adding up, it does all become a bigger picture thing that we all need to pay attention to. I would love to hear from you guys. First of all, what do you think about this debacle? And also what bills have you attacked lately? Share your tips with us. DM me on Instagram at BobbyRebel1 and on Twitter at BobbyRebel. And please, if you enjoy the podcast, tell a friend, help us grow the community. So glad you joined me. And here's to us all being financial grownups. 
Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.